Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by a donation from Stan. He didn't have a specific topic that he wants me to cover, so I've decided to cover something that I came up with in one of my videos from a few days ago, and that's the idea of marriage insurance. I know there are many men's rights activists out there that are just dying to get back into a relationship if there is such a thing as marriage insurance. Imagine if a man could be on the receiving end of a payout from an insurance company if his wife cheats on him and then divorces him. We have house insurance, car insurance, health insurance, life insurance, and we even have pet insurance. Why shouldn't we have marriage insurance if the premiums are the right price? So after talking about it in my recent video, I decided to take a look and see if anyone is doing it. I even joke saying that Lloyds of London wasn't going to reinsure the risk on marriages and marriage insurance. Well, after doing a little bit of research, I ended up finding about Safeguard Guarantee Corporation, and their slogan is, Marriage Assurance, Ensuring You're Happily Ever After. And according to their website, Safeguard Guarantee Corporation is a Delaware corporation with operational headquarters in Raleigh, North Carolina, formed for the sole purpose of developing and marketing the first marriage assurance policy in the world. We are currently raising capital to establish our own insurance company to underwrite the insurance policies both in the United States and abroad. They also go on to say these particular words on their main page. Wouldn't it be great if every marriage could come with a guarantee of a happily ever after? Well, we can't guarantee wedded bliss, but we can provide a method for creating financial security for individuals who want to invest in themselves rather than risking their long-term financial goals on investments that can go down faster than they go up. Basically, they even have a divorce probability calculator on their page, and I'm putting the link to that in the low bar after the description as well. They claim that their divorce calculations are about 87% accurate. I didn't really have the time to go through their calculator, but I'd love it if someone could take the divorce calculator and then put the characteristics of an ex-girlfriend in to see what comes up. It would be fascinating. I'm not saying that marriage insurance would influence my decision to get married, which I have no intentions of doing. But I have friends that have gotten married, and I would have suggested marriage insurance to them before they ended up tying the knot. Back then, I wasn't trying to convince them that marriage was a bad idea. But today, my thinking is a whole lot different about the subject. But knowing what I know now, I would have told my friend who got married recently to go and get marriage insurance instead of just going cold turkey. His parents are basically divorced, and so are his wife's parents. And the odds are 50% that he will get divorced in the future. But recently he did end up telling me some interesting things with regards to seeing marriage in a different light. He said if you move in with someone and you can't stand living with them, then you simply don't get married. And I wholeheartedly agree with him, as I ended up moving with ex-girlfriends, and it was always a nightmare. The next thing he said is, if you can't live with your wife and a pet, then you shouldn't have a child either. I could tell that the pets that they both owned together were getting on his nerves, but I didn't say anything. Their animals also bring them a lot of joy as well, and I myself have a dog and know what that feels like. But my dog is trained not to take food off the table, and I only have one pet. They have multiple animals, but I'm getting away from the topic. I'm basically saying that marriage insurance might actually be a better thing instead of a prenuptial agreement. Prenups can be easily thrown out of court, and they don't hold water in most cases. 
but marriage insurance is a whole other beast. My only concern with the company offering marriage insurance is that they're still trying to raise funding for their company right now. So there's basically no guarantee that investors will get their money back at this point or at some point in the future from Safeguard Guarantee Corporation. If this insurance does come to market, this product will also be pitched in Canada as well as the United States. And I found a CBC article that I'm linking to in the description below. And it has parts of an interview with the CEO of Safeguard Guarantee Corporation, John Logan. He basically says, you could look at it as a forced savings plan that's not affected by anything in the economy, he told CBC News. We're heavily promoting people to stay married by financially incentivizing them to work through their problems. Couples who buy Safeguard's policies when they get married would receive a payout of $100,000 if they stay together for 25 years. It basically becomes a win-win situation. In other words, you don't have to get divorced to get paid, he said. As a man going his own way, I'm kind of torn on investing in his company or companies that are similar to it. I know for a fact that a company like this would be a moneymaker for the insurance industry, especially if they take your premiums and get interest on them while you're still married. And even if they have to return your money, they're still making money off of it in the meantime. I also read somewhere else that the idea behind marriage insurance is that you pay premiums into a divorce fund and then if you're together with your wife for 10, 15, 20 years down the road, you basically get all your premiums back. And if you get divorced, all the money is gone for good and goes to the insurance company. Maybe us MGTOW should get together and create a marriage insurance company because we know that most marriages don't end up working out. It could be a way for us to have manginas pay for our own financial independence. Blue pill manginas shame many of us to get married, and I would see it as a form of poetic justice if not only did they pay their ex-wives, but also paid us MGTOWs money for the emotional warfare that they've done on us. I, for one, would have no moral objections to this course of action. And since they would be paying premiums to us at first, they might run out of money and pay their wives and basically end up going to jail. If we wanted to get even more nasty, we can invest in corrections facilities and security that provide staff to prisons. Wouldn't that be something? Come to think of it, marriage would basically be a great growth sector for us to invest in in general. Priests, lawyers, marriage insurance salesmen, and the prison industry all make great money, apparently. Maybe instead of telling today's young men to go into the trades, we should convince them to go into industries that are related to divorce. I know many of you out there will not agree with me making money off of this particular type of evil against married men. And in a way, I'm basically playing devil's advocate here. In the past, I hated celebrities. I hated the idea that our society would give more attention to Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt than they would to serious issues that were going on all over the world. But I didn't fight the trend. Instead, the trend was my friend. So I built celebrity websites and capitalized on their popularity. I also remember years ago how much I hated all kinds of holidays when I had an internet business. Every time Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, or Labor Day would come around, people would be out doing things and not spending time on their computers, visiting my websites, and making me money through online advertising. I didn't make much money on my websites for those particular days of the year. And after a few years, it really started pissing me off. So what did I do, you ask? Well, I built Halloween, St. Patrick's Day, Christmas, and Thanksgiving Day themed websites. So instead of feeling down about the holiday, I had a nice cash infusion before the holiday and during it. I feel the same way about marriage. 
I think it's an utterly ridiculous institution, but it's not going to stop me from taking photographs and working for clients for five or six more weddings this year during the course of my work. Again, people will call me a hypocrite and say that I shouldn't be profiting off the future misery of people. But in reality, if I didn't take those jobs, there's basically a conga line of photographers behind me ready to take them for me. But again, I'm getting off topic. Marriage or divorce insurance are terms that are used interchangeably, so they basically mean the same thing. I also found some information on Wikipedia about how divorce insurance works, and here's what it has to say. Divorce insurance is a form of casualty insurance, specifically contractual liability insurance. As such, divorce insurance reimburses the owner after a marriage, i.e. the contract in this case and then it's basically dissolved by the way of divorce or marriage dissolution upon finalization, of which the policy owner submits a claim to the insurance company. Divorce insurance policies are sold as units of initial claim value, or the amount which would be paid on the first day that a benefit is available. Each unit has a fixed price, and the number of units purchased relates directly to how much the insured slash beneficiary receives when the claim is paid. In addition, the initial claim value increases by a set amount every year after the elimination period ends, so that the longer the insured stays in the program, the more money they receive should they divorce. The result is that over time, a small unchanging monthly payment could result in a substantial benefit payout. In addition to the United States and Canada possibly offering these services for insurance, according to Wikipedia, Currently, Yangyang Life Insurance Company in China is the only company in the world that offers a form of divorce insurance. Originally, the insurance was marketed by the inventor of the product, Safeguard Guarantee Corporation, under the brand name Wedlock Divorce Insurance, and sold in the United States through the fully licensed surplus lines carrier. Their website was also wedlockdivorceinsurance.com, which now redirects to Safeguard Guarantee Corporation's homepage. The company's website explains, Weblock policies are not currently available, but we are actively looking for underwriting relationships that will help us relaunch and move to the next phase, which will also provide for a long-term successful marriage benefit for those policyholders that do not divorce, thereby financially incentivizing them to stay married. No other company in the world has offered any form of marriage or divorce insurance to date. So basically what they're saying is, for the first 36 months of the contract, you get nothing if you end up divorcing. But after that, you start to build up cash value in your policy. The reason marriage insurance was created, because the CEO, Logan, had financial issues during his divorce in 2002, and saw a need for such a product. I think this type of insurance is a good way to protect some blue pill men out there in the world but will ultimately be used for just another excuse to justify why it's safe to get married. People are still telling me that if I want to get married, I should just get a prenup and I'll be safe. They don't understand that the judge has the final authority to override any prenups. So you aren't safe after all. I worry that marriage insurance or divorce insurance will just be another excuse for people to say, just get married, don't worry about it. Get some marriage insurance and you'll be safe and sound. But in reality, if you get married and have kids, you'll never be safe from your ex-wife ever again. Anyways, that's all I've got to say on this particular topic. Thanks again to Stan for his donation, and thank you everyone for taking your daily dose of red pills. Enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.